hello, welcome to the show. It's me, John Park, and it is time both to dance and for JP's product pick of the week. So thank you for so much for stopping by here today. Uh, let's see, let's get to it. We've got a really cool product today and I don't wanna wait any longer. So uh, what I will tell you to do, if you wanna hop on over to the webpage, you can use that QR code right there, point a thing at it, that'll get you there, or just type in this URL that you see at the bottom, it's product ID 5325, and that will take you to our product pick where we have a tremendous discount during the live stream. You don't need any coupon codes, any special secret knocks, nothing like that. You just put it in your cart, up to 10 of them, and uh, you will see the price reflected in the cart. Check out before the end of the show, and there you go. Also, sometimes people like to point out if it's a popular item, it may disappear sooner rather than later. So keep an eye on that if it's something that you want. But how do you know what it is? Well, what I'll do is ask Mrs. Lady Ada herself to tell us all about it. Yes, it's finally here. Another cutie pie, the third in our cutie pie family, the ESP32 S2 cutie pie, which brings some so much expressive this week. This is the ESP32 S2, which is a single core Tensilica Wi-Fi processor. Um, it's a lot like the ESP32, but it doesn't need a USB to serial converter chip, which means we can make it so small that it fits in uh, something that's like smaller this than a quarter. This is the tiniest board ever. It's so small. Um, so there's an ESP32 S2. There is a USB Type-C connector for uh, uploading and powering. There's a Stemic UT port, so you can plug and play, add I2C sensors. It's got um, 13 GPIO total, 11 on pads, and... Um, it's so small we have to force the overhead to refocus. I know, it just it The not. overhead is shocked. Okay. Um, How is it so small? It's so small. So you've got uh, analog, I think almost every one of these pins has analog, um, but there's like four dedicated analog here, two pins that are labeled for I squared C, there's a second I squared C port on the Stemic UT, so you've got like another two pins. Um, hardware UART, hardware SPI pins on the high speed SPI port, uh, which means that these three pins cannot do analog. They're the only three pins that don't because the high speed SPI is worth it. It's, it's amazing. It's like, you know, some ridiculous megahertz, like 60 or 80 megahertz. Um, so to connect to TFTs or, or some devices, um, very, very high speed. You've got the boot button and the reset button. Uh, the boot button can also be used as a user button. There's a regulator, there's a little NeoPixel, um, right here that glows rainbow or whatever. You can use it for signaling. Uh, there's a ceramic antenna on the top. And on the bottom, uh, you've got the ESP32 S2 chip uh, with the crystals and passes a lot of 0402s. The antenna goes out here. Uh, and here is two more pads for battery input. And this is diode protected, so you can have you know, that we're using the seed Xiao pinout and they kind of decided that the five volt line was output, not input. And so you'd have to use a diode and whatever. But basically, if you want to connect a battery up, you can connect to these two pads and they're battery protect, they're diode protected. So when you plug in USB, you're not going to damage the USB or the, the battery um, from that. And it's got castellated pads and it's super small and uh, you can use it with Arduino or CircuitPython. It's got four megabytes of flash and two megabytes of PS RAM. So I was waiting to release this until I could get the chips that had the PS RAM because that two megabytes of PS RAM is and so it's handy. Wi-Fi. This is amazing. So tiny. We've also got a new revision for the uh, ESP32 S2 Cutie Pie. 
Um, this board came out. It was good, but I made a little mistake on the low power mode for deep sleep. It's been fixed. I also rotated the antenna, so it's pointing out. You get like 3 dB better gain, so you know more gain is better gain. Um, otherwise, it's the same, so it's just upgraded and updated. Um, it's adorable. It can run CircuitPython. It can run Arduino. It's got uh, four megabytes of flash, two megabytes of PSRAM, all inside that little chip. So um, a great little board if you want to uh, have a miniature Arduino or CircuitPython Wi-Fi capable microcontroller that's like fingernail sized. Yes, in fact, it is. So first of all, what I'm going to do is jump down here to my down shooter and grab one out of this week's mystery packaging, which is a matchbox. And look at that. You could probably fit eight of them in here, I'll bet. I just have the one. Actually, I have a couple. But let's, let's take a look at that. That right there is this week's product pick of the week. It is the Cutie Pie ESP32-S2. It's a Wi-Fi dev board. It has Stemma QT built right on it. It's our delightful little QT, uh, Cutie Pie form factor. And this is, uh, this means it's going to be pin compatible with the Seed Zhao. It has the little castellated pads on the side, which makes it uh, useful for soldering onto other designs. It's also got pins. It has 13 GPIO pins on it. It has native USB, so we don't need an extra chip. And so in fact, we've got the little USB-C connector on there. It's a 240 megahertz single core Tensilica processor. It has 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi on there. Uh, what else? There's the four gigs of flash. There's uh, two, four gigs, four megs of flash, uh, two megs of uh, RAM on there. And what I'll, what I'll do is actually, let's take a little tour here. First of all, I'll jump over to the web page for it. That, uh, that right there is the page. So you can see, let's see if we still got them in stock. These will go quick. Uh, these are half price right, right now. So $6.25 will get it for you. Uh, maximum of 10%. It seems like, yeah, it seems like it's still in stock. If you take a look at the page here, it'll give you some of the info about the board. And uh, what we can do is click on over to the learn guide there you can see here and this gives you some info about it uh, you'll notice there's uh, I actually have the older version so this got revised I don't have the revised one yet older version works just great other than it has a little uh, diminished Wi-Fi range because of the antenna uh, orientation and it does not do uh, as efficient of a sleep but I'm not doing any of that in, in my current projects for it so this one works great but the new one is even better same uh, same product ID so you'll just you'll just get the new one if you order now uh, this takes you through info on using it with CircuitPython, with using it with Arduino. And something I wanted to demo today is using this with Whippersnapper. So let's, uh, first of all, what the heck is Whippersnapper? So we've got our Cutie Pie here, except this one has built-in Wi-Fi. And we have a special uh, UF2 file you can flash this with that essentially is the only thing you need to do is drag something on here and... Uh, two things, drag, drag a file onto here, a UF2 file that preps it for use with Whippersnapper, and then edit your uh, secrets.py file to have your uh, Adafruit uh, username and password for uh, Adafruit.io as well as your Wi-Fi SSID and password. 
So you make a couple little quick changes and then you don't even need to code it in a traditional sense. What you can do is go here to this page, uh, have it find your board. If I refresh here, it should find, uh, find this board. Oh, it's saying offline, I'm not sure why. We'll see how that demo goes. Um, but once it finds that board, you can add components to it by simply clicking on new component. So I added to this one right here. Uh, in fact, let me go to the down shooter for this. So let's take a look at what I've got. Move some things out of the way here and bump up my exposure a little bit. Uh, you can see that's glowing blue right now because it's connected to Wi-Fi. Uh, so what I have is my Cutie Pie and I've plugged into it a couple of different uh, outboard sensor boards. So I have a BME 230, which is a temperature sensor, also does pressure and humidity and, and a couple other things, altitude. Uh, and then I have a light sensor here. So this is the uh, TSL 2591 light sensor. So I've plugged those into my board and then over here in Adafruit IO, I have added those by simply clicking add new component and telling it the components I want to add. That means that it can immediately be used in Adafruit I.O. as a remote sensor. So you'll see here I've got uh, sensor data that's been streaming in and, and being graphed in my Adafruit I.O. dashboard. Uh, that was all the coding necessary. Literally click on a button and tell it to add a thing. You'll see one of the things I added here was my uh, button. Yeah, let me, you know what, let me, let me see if I can get this to get back on, on the network. Uh, I just changed the network it was going on to before the show, which is always dangerous, but let's see. Uh, so I'm going to refresh a couple of these pages here and let's see if it finds it. Uh, let's go over to the feed here. No, maybe not. Okay, I may have lost, <laughs> I may have lost Wi-Fi, unfortunately. I was connected to a Wi-Fi that's a little far away inside the house, so I might not have that anymore. But when this is working, uh, you'll get an uh, indicator. I have this little indicator here that says status indicator that will update, and then it's just going to stream in data at whatever interval you tell it to. Uh, if I go here, it might, it might not let me... Yeah, okay, so, so it'll, it'll pretend to let me add some things even though this board isn't connected right now. So I can go in and add some sort of traditional components. I can also add in some uh, I squared C boards that have been added to the library here and they get, they get found pretty automatically. Um, let me, yeah, you know what, let me see if I can, if you, if you don't mind sitting here for a moment, I'm going to see if I can get this guy online because it's a much more exciting demo when it, when it actually gets online. Uh, and I will check my serial output uh, to see when it connects. So I'm seeing it attempt to connect to Adafruit I.O., but it could be my Wi-Fi uh, router. Oh, yeah, it's saying unable to connect. You know what, I'm going to, one second here, I'm going to switch it over to a different Wi-Fi router and see the one that's, the one that's in here in the workshop. Uh, may not be actually functioning, so hold on one second. Let's uh, make a quick change. It could be tricky because it's going to be trying to make its way through a few walls and it doesn't have an external antenna, so let's see. I'm not showing this because I'm editing, editing some of my uh, Wi-Fi passwords and things like that and resaving my uh, secrets file. 
uh, secrets.json actually, I said pi earlier. And let me restart the board here. Uh, okay, I've got it online. Okay, so that's funny because it's a pretty far away network, but hey, it's working, so I won't complain. Uh, so what we should see now is in my uh, dashboard here, if I press the little boot button here, I'm actually using it as an I.O. button. So you'll see my little status indicator light up green down there at the bottom. It's right here. Uh, and then you'll also see, I think I have it set to every 30 seconds, a piece of uh, data from my temperature sensor and my light sensor will come in. I, I didn't ask it to use every sensor on the board. But if we watch here uh, in just a few more seconds, you'll see it'll pop up uh, a, a new time code and a new value for the BME 280 and the TSL 2591. Uh, so now my temperature is at 28 centigrade and 124. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll actually cover these sensors with my hand, which means we should get a darker uh, light sensor and we should get a warmer temperature sensor, maybe. We'll see. We'll see if I'm warmer than the ambient temperature. It's kind of hot here. Uh, and I think 30 seconds is maybe the shortest interval we can do in Whippersnapper, just so you don't flood that with data, but for something that's active like the button, we can press that kind of anytime we want and get, uh, get an update from that. Uh, so here you can see I've raised the temperature by uh, degree or so, and I have dropped the Lux sensor down to almost zero, so we can leave that alone. And then you can use all of the other sort of goodies in Adafruit IO to not just chart the data, but use it for something. So if you want to monitor something remotely, this is a really good solution for that. In fact, uh, one of the things that Lady Ada mentioned, and I'll go to a full camera here for a second, is that uh, we have on the back of that a little port for battery. So it's not a charger, but it does allow us to plug in battery. So I soldered a little pigtail JST connector on there. And if I take uh, any of our little LiPo batteries and plug that in there, uh, now I can unplug from USB. And you can see it's still on. It's still gonna uh, give, give me some updates uh, over here in the, uh, where's my Chrome? There we go, in the, in the uh, dashboard. I'm gonna go ahead and click that boot button and you should, should see that that uh, just changed to green when I pressed that there. So that's a really neat, you know, I've got it kind of, kind of goofy setup here, but if you wanted to use one of the cool little cases that the Ruiz brothers made or mount this somewhere onto a, a wall or something like that, uh, put it into a, a little enclosure somewhere, depending on the sensors you're using. Uh, really neat, tiny, tiny, tiny little Wi-Fi solution using that Cutie Pie uh, ESP32-S2. Uh, so let's see, let me, let me go ahead and check in with the chat. If you're wondering, by the way, the uh, chat going on is over in the Discord and I'm watching YouTube uh, chat as well. So if you're somewhere else and wondering where people are chatting, this is what our, our uh, Discord chat looks like. Uh, Abadoz says, JP's a pro, no doxing today. Well, I don't know if I'm a pro, but I at least occasionally remember to not show off all of my important passwords on, on a live stream. Um, let's see. Oh, wow, Rich Sad has a cool seed uh, setup he's showing there. This, I, I think, a little seed-based carrier board that you can plug any of these uh, Xiao format boards into. Any of these cutie pies should work. Um, and as a reminder, if you head on over to 
that URL there. If we still have them in stock, you can go pick these up really, really cheaply. Uh, let, me, let me refresh it before I say any more, but yeah, still in stock. Uh, $6.25 will get you one, so get a few if you want. And pretty much any of our um, uh, STEM QT sensor boards will work with it. However, if you want to use the ones that are available for Whippersnapper, now that I've got this online, I'll show you. Um, let, me, let me bring back this little view here, uh, and I'll bring up my Chrome browser here. Uh, so this is what it looks like when we take, and you can see I'm running off of battery power now. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and focus again since I'm moving cameras around. So here you can see I've got my cutie pie, I have the temperature sensor, I have the light sensor, and I have a little battery, so I'm running this off of battery. And if I go over to the Whippersnapper uh, interface here, I can click on New Component. And these are the components that have been uh, already created as a sort of almost a plug-and-play or drag-and-drop. So we can pick any of these sensors here, including this really nice CO2 sensor. Uh, click to add it, and then you have to tell it, of course, which I2C address it's on if it's not plugged in. In this case, it's not actually going to work. Uh, or we can go and add in some other components. If I look at... Uh, this page now, you can see we're just reading this temperature sensor, and I'm reporting only temperature. However, I can enable humidity here, pressure, and even an altitude, and then tell it the interval to send that over to Adafruit I.O. It basically builds it right into your feed, uh, and then when you go into the main interface here, you can say, oh, you know, what? I want to create a new block, uh, pick what that block is going to look like and uh, what you want to measure. So I can say, okay, here's my ESP32S2 cutie pie, and I want my temperature to show up in this little gauge here. And then you can give that some uh, parameters for minimum and maximum value, decide where it's going to go. And now you've Adafruit IO whippersnappered your cutie pie to give you all the info you need. Uh, so let me know if you have any other questions in the chat. Uh, Thanks for your patience. I'm glad that got that working. It's a much more interesting demo when it works, uh, but Wi-Fi is always a bit kooky. Uh, and let's see. I think that's going to do it. So let me pop back on over here, and we can wrap this up. So don't forget, head on over to that uh, URL right there if you want to go pick up some of these before they're all gone. Maybe they won't all be gone, but they're certainly at a great price right now if you need one. And... I will drop those off of there and say that is my product pick of the week. It is the ESP32-S2 Cutie Pie Wi-Fi dev board with Stemma QT built in. And I have one here somewhere. Where did I put it? Ready to go on the on hanger board. There we go. There it is. Let's go ahead and put that up on the board. And that's going to do it. So thank you everyone so much for stopping by for another episode of JP's product pick of the week. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow to 3D Hangouts. Tomorrow evening, I'll be hosting a show and tell. And then we'll have Ask an Engineer on Thursday instead of Wednesday this week. And I'll also have my workshop show on Thursday. Deep Dive with Tim on Friday. Uh, so thank you everyone so much. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>